Hey fans, thank you for tuning in to this replay of Twitter Spaces USA Rugby Happy Hour Live. This is the second half of the show. If you haven't done so already, be sure to check out the first half with our amazing guest. You can do that and listen to previous shows here on the USA Rugby Happy Hour Live podcast. Now, on to our next guest. He, he's someone I have a lot in common with. Um, I know if Fitzy could, if he hears me at all, he could give me a lot of hard time. Uh, okay, just, just our last names. But <laughs> let's all welcome Perry Baker. Perry, how are you? I'm pretty good, man. How's it going? I'm good, man. Uh, what's going on? What's new? Not a whole lot, man. Just out running around. It's uh, my wife's birthday today, so I'm, like, rushing to go to dinner with her in a minute. Oh, nice, nice. Well, that's you know, the only thing about new right now. Everything else still the same, man. Still on the ground with this rugby thing. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, actually, Perry, we have a lot more in common than you think. Um, you grew up in the Daytona area. I went to college in Daytona. Where you um, went to college at? Embry-Riddle? I did. I did. Oh, word. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I used to time. practice right there at Embry-Riddle Fields in Daytona. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, see, we, we probably no, we didn't play against each other. I'm a little older than you, but <laughs> <laughs> who we? What club were you with down there? Uh, Daytona Beach Coconuts. It was a Coconuts, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, nice. And now, did you? Uh, it, it, I'm probably getting ahead of myself with the show here, but did you start your sevens with them or just fifteens? No, nah, I started sevens with them. My guidance counsel, he played. He had to play for the uh, local the local club there, and he invited me out. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's jump into it, Perry. Let's talk about the, the, the team. Let's talk about the standings. Um, obviously, you're not in the standings where, where you want to be. You're uh, 13 points back from fourth place Fiji. Um, you know, does a, does a team feel like it can catch up? You know, I'm, I'm sure you're confident um, in what it needs to get back into that top four contention. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, we just was talking about it yesterday. Matter of fact, about just um, don't put no added pressure on ourselves. Like, I think the reason why we're falling where we're falling is that we're putting this pressure on ourselves to be like, we just want to be in the top four. And like yeah. when we're losing games and we're not able to get in the top four, then we're like, well, it doesn't matter anymore. We're not in the top four. Well, I just want to say, let's change our mindset on that, trying to put that pressure on us to be in the top four and just, just play rugby and, and uh, the top four take care of itself. So for sure, we have the confidence of thinking we can get back in the top four. And then it only starts like one term at a time. You know, and like, I told, I even told Friday this, and the team, my boys, I told them, I said, man, it's, the top four is going to come down to the last tournament of the season. No matter what happened, the tournaments before, I just got a feeling it's going to come down to the last tournament of the season. So mm -hmm. it depends on how this tournament goes out, how well we do, you know, because this tournament just changes so much, man. It's so it's so brutal, yeah. man. It just changes so much with, like, what teams are in the top, what teams fall out the top. And, like, this next tournament, you have some of the teams that's in the top right now, they have to play amongst each other. So, therefore, someone's going to fall out, you know. But we just try not to get caught up into that that aspect of the game anymore, of like, worrying about where we're placed at and who's placed in front of us and just go out there and play now. Yeah, I mean, do you think it's um, mainly because the level of competition is maybe, maybe evening out more with more and more of these teams? I mean, it wasn't that long ago where, you know, there were five or six teams always in the top and then the rest were below. But now, what, 12 teams could do it? Oh, for sure. I mean, um, I mean, like like what you just said, like the series has changed so much. And I just feel like it changed like overnight. Like we went into COVID and then we come back out and then you just have all these teams now. And then um, so like at any time, any one of those teams can be in the top four. You know, it's, just, right. it's, it's so crazy right now. It's just a madhouse. Yeah, Perry, you guys have had success against New Zealand over the past few seasons. Unfortunately, it looks like a, a tough time against them, you know, the past couple of tournaments. What's, what's, what's going on there? Do they seem to have your number this year, or is it just kind of bad bad breaks, bad luck? 
I mean, it's just bad breaks. I mean, if you want to go and look at the Canada tournament, all right, we can just talk about that for a quick second. We yeah. Our whole game plan was we're going to kick it deep and make them go 90 meters on us. We kick it deep, and we get a turnover, and we're still in our side of the 22. We have a great breakdown. We have what we're next phase, and then we throw the ball to the ground. And then we chase down. We get a knock on, but they don't call it. They go score. Okay, so now we're down 7 nothing. Nothing to pen about, nothing to worry about. Kickoff, we lose the kickoff. They get it, go score. Now they're starting to come to doubt. Now there comes, damn, we just lost to them back in a week ago, like on our home soil. Now here's come, here it comes again. So it's just those little moments, man. We got to learn how to capitalize on those moments because – Momentum shifts all the time in games in a game of rugby, and in this game, with a top team like New Zealand, you can't let the momentum shift and go with those guys and stay with those guys. So I just said something small there to say that we came out fired, ready to go against them in Canada. So like, do mm-hmm. they have our number? I don't see that at all. I just think it was that mindset of here we are, because out the first game we had to play was New Zealand. In Canada, after we just played them in the second game in, in uh, L.A., it's like, dang, here we go again, facing the number one team. We're going down already 14 nothing, and now it's like, dang, we our top four just slipped away. And always mm-hmm. revert back to the top four because I just felt like it was so much pressure we are putting on ourselves. And when you mm-hmm. don't achieve what you're wanting, then what else you're playing for? It doesn't matter anymore, and that's what it looks like in those games. That's why it looks like we're quitting. That's why it looks like we're not who we are. It's just because of that that simple fact that we are feeling like nothing else to play for. The top four is gone. But then it's like, who are we? We still have a chance now. It's about character. So we turn around and we bounce back mm-hmm. in the in the Samoa game. You know, so it's like we still have the opportunity, still have that chance. But it's just like, it, 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 I don't say I wouldn't say they have our numbers. Just. It's just how 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 the cookie crumbled that day against the yeah, Zealand. Yeah. Of course, they've been tough. That was with probably this. a poor way to poor way to phrase that question. Um, because one, I'm just impressed by your recall of moments in games. I got to imagine watching it feels like a blur, but yeah. it seems so crystal in your mind. You knew some of the breakdowns or the issues that were happening, right? So I think mm-hmm. one, that's just an impressive. But you talk about momentum, right, and how mm-hmm. it's so easy to gain and lose sometimes, and you guys had 12 points, 15, and then 17, 17, and it was like things were going up, right? And then, of course, you know, you can have a, a bad spell. So mm-hmm. reflecting on that, um, as you look towards Hong Kong that's that's coming up, mm-hmm. um, what, what, are, what are, I guess, some of the tweaks? Is it, just, is it just a mental thing, or is it just stay focused? We know how we're going to play our game, or we're going to continue to play it our way. It is, it is a mental thing. Like, all of it's mental, you know? So it's like now it's like, we just correcting the little things, like those little moments. And the big part is the momentum shifts. Like we got to realize when we're getting the mo- the momentum and when and how we can capitalize off when we're getting it. Because we be in those moments so many, so much and so many times and we lose it, you know? So right now we're focused on when do we have the momentum, when the momentum is shifting and things like that. Just become more aware with these, with these moments in the games. And then the other thing is just like, it's just a it's a it's a self thing. Like at some point we gotta be like we have to chop tackle, you know, because we had a lot of missed tackles here and there and it's just like we just gotta chop tackle. So the mindset of that everything is changing because when we watch film and we look at like certain things like when someone chops, how we can get turnovers or what it does to help our defense and things like that. And it's like, man, it's just gotta click, you know, because we are a great team. We're a good team. I don't care what anyone says, I don't care what anyone watches. 
they're not there day in and day out to see the grind and what we do. And they're not there when we're actually playing these teams and they're, they're top teams and we're, we're in there, we're competing, you know, and everyone's just look at the outcome. The outcome never defines who we are or what we're about, you know, and that's how we're getting defined as who are us off the outcomes, you know? So that's why I say we are a good team. I, I'm there with these guys day in, day out, the coaching staff, everyone, like we're grinding, we're putting the work in. It's just in these games, I just feel like sometimes it comes where it can be overwhelming just because of the aspect of what we're wanting and we're not achieving it. And that's when it becomes that self-doubt and everything like that. Uh, listeners, we've got Perry Baker from USC Rugby Sevens on. If you'd like to come up and ask a question, please request in the bottom left and ask away. And with that said, we've got David from the Scrum of the Earth. Hey, David. Hey, how are you guys again? Uh, Mr. Baker, I'm old-fashioned. I always start with the same question. Am I okay to call you by your first name? Am I okay to call you by your first name? Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. When you say Mr. Baker, you make me feel like I'm old, and now my kids tell me that all the time. I know. That's, that's me, Perry. <laughs> uh, Perry, I'm a, a big fan of yours. I guess I have a, a two-part question. Um, question part one is, what is the greatest strength of our men's Eagles side right now? The, the comms, when you're watching, would have us believe it's size and strength. They would say, oh, there's that USA size, there's that USA strength. Is there something else that actually separates us? And I guess the second part is more like if, if you had a magic wand and you could add one thing, mm-hmm. an element to our squad right now to put us over the top, take on those top teams, what would that thing be? Uh, to answer your first question, um, if you look at teams that we were, we're not really one of the biggest teams out there, to be honest with you. If you look at our team, like we're actually on the like in between kind of deal. I think what really separate us is that teams worry about is speed. And if you think about uh, like if you look at the games and you think about how a lot of defensive plays now, they play that way probably because of USA sevens, like because of our speed, like a lot of teams now play seven up. And it's always a slide defense. So you're not running around when you got seven people up and they're sliding all the time, you know? So, like, the our speed across the board, like, if you look at David Steele, he's a four. David's, like, 230, 230 pounds, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, like, and he can run. Like, that's that's the difference with, with us. Like, if you look at our backs from, like, from Kayvon, from Lucas, LeCamp, to Malachi, they all have speed. They all can run, you know, across the board. So I think that's the difference with us. And if you look at New Zealand, they're bigger than us all across the board, you know. And um, if you look at France, France has size in the forwards. Um, Samoa has size in the forwards. Um, but um, the other thing, if I had a magic wand, i take that wand, swirl it around, and give me a, a magic foot where I can kick off. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that might help. That might help take us to another level. Like I just That's sometimes I sit, huh? <laughs> That's an amazing answer. I had no idea that was coming. <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes, like I'm serious, man. I just sometimes I just sit and watch them. Like, man, if I could just, if I could just learn how to kick a rugby ball like effective and be more consistent with it, that would definitely change our our, our gameplay. Just for the simple fact, I just told you, teams play seven up now. They either gonna rush us to try and take away our space, or they're gonna slide. So that means the space is gonna be behind them. And if I had that magic foot where I can just kick consistently <laughs> every time, that would change the game for us. That, 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 Perry, that sounds like something Friday would say. It's like, okay, you got the speed of everything else, but can you kick? <laughs> <laughs> He's always chewing you guys. Uh, hey, Perry, let's, let's, uh, real quick, you know, uh, we'd love to have you stay on until 
Uh, hopefully, you're good for the 15 minutes, but I know you need to get to dinner with your wife. So you no, let us know you're, if you can go. Good. No, you're All right, good. good. I'm, I'm sitting out here in the car. Sweet, sweet. Uh, so let's talk about teammates. You mentioned a few a minute ago. Um, your, your veteran leadership, let's begin with them. Uh, only a few players left from that the 18 uh, World Cup squad. You know, Thomasine, you, uh, Unufe. You know, talk about the difficulties maybe of losing the likes of Danny Barrett a couple of years ago, Madison Hughes, Carlin, of course. Uh, and then you quickly became one of the most senior players in the squad. Oh, for sure. Um, it was tough for the simple fact, like, these guys, like, they was here and they're gone, you know? And I think what what made it so difficult for yeah. us, if you think about America and you think about rugby, is we don't have these clubs where we can just go out and play around all the time, you know? Like, um, and I say that because when the COVID hit, we couldn't do anything. Like, we were just done. Couldn't do nothing. And if you think about these other countries that have rugby and they're big on rugby, they were actually playing rugby inside of their country. They just shut everything else down. You couldn't come inside their country. You couldn't right. leave their country. But they had enough rugby players, elite players. They had these clubs and stuff where they can play amongst themselves. With us, we had nothing. And with that being said, all of the kids that we had that would come into camps and stuff, who we had that was going to come up and step up, we they couldn't come. So that set us behind, you know. So now when Danny, the likes of Danny Barrett, Madison Hughes, and these guys leave, we have these guys who are new stepping into a role that was, like, mm -hmm. just given to them, you know, because we had to fill these roles. So it was like you're trying to play on this high level of rugby and learn at the same time, which you're not – that's not going to happen. You just can't do that. You can't just come into a mm -hmm. high level of sport and just think you're going to do well right off the bat, you know. So – that was the tough part for us. Like everything was a learning curve for us. Like you, the things you do in club rugby, you're not finna get by on the on the World Series with, you know. And that was the big learning curve for us. And then just, just everything like learning our system, like how to play the system, like knowing other mm -hmm. teams, like what they do, you know. And so that was like the big part of it. Until my role, where I sit, or I saw myself falling to it was be more of like um because oh man i just it was so hard for me because i was dealing with mental stuff at the same time like me wanting to like not wanting to go back to where it was when i first came because you remember when i first came everything mm -hmm. we did under mike friday it was new for everyone so all of us was growing together and now everyone leaves and now we got to go back and redo that for all the young group now and that's the hard part i, I was managing like Ah oh, man, I, I don't want to go back there. I've been there before. But it's like, stick around, stay in it, mentor these guys, teach these guys to in and out. Let them know it's going to be okay. Let them know it's okay to mess up. Let them know it's, it's not failing. Like, it's a growing curve for it. So that's the role that I became in. And then also it's like knowing, picking my moments on the series um, instead of trying to be right. the guy to do everything all the time. It's like pick and choose the moments that you get. You know, so that was the big role for, for myself and also as the team of like having these young guys come on to the stage after these veteran guys left, you know? Yeah. Well, let's talk about these young guys. Uh, you know, on the squad now, you got, you know, uh, Cummings, uh, you know, Gavin D'Amour, you know, who's really been impressing you? And I don't know who could be the next Perry Baker or even the next Danny Barrett or whatever on this team. I don't want anyone to be the next Perry Baker. <laughs> I want these I want these guys to take it to another level. Be better than Perry Baker. You know? There you like, go. Make your own path, guys. Like and like uh, a guy that I'm really uh I really like a lot and uh is 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 AC Aaron Cummings for the simple fact um if you watch like 
if you watch Ben Pinkelman, when Ben Pinkelman played, Ben Pinkelman was a breakdown king. And I got a lot of my tries because of the turnover ball that Ben Pinkelman got. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, Aaron Cummings is a breakdown beast. Like he hunts for breakdowns. Like that's that's his his go-to kind of deal, you know, and like watching him just grow, like, and how much he wants it so bad, like him just learning his, his roles and things like that. I'm, I'm, I'm just wait. I'm just excited for him and just watching him grow. Like he's stepping into his role very well. And the things that we're asking him to do to help this team. So Aaron Cummins is a big, big, uh, big guy for us. Uh, David Steele, everyone knows David Steele. You kind of can see what you're going to oh, yeah. get out of David Steele. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> powerful, big, fast, strong. You see the way he runs and the way he carries the ball. So you know what you kind of get out of David Steele on that aspect. Good, but, yeah. yeah, we got a, quite a few few new guys that's going to come in. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see uh, when these guys finish college and step into the roles and see what happens. And let's talk about the stops coming up. Um, you, you know, we just you were just at LA a few weeks ago. Um, wonderful weather. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when you look at LA, you know, just just I guess just thinking back, do you miss the Las Vegas Sevens, or you know, LA's just fine. It's good. No, to be honest with you, I do not like LA at all. I feel like oh. the fan base don't like LA, so they don't come. And, and we know, and we all know how it is to play in front of your fan base and like to be on your home so it's it's electric you know and there's so much atmosphere thing and then just to, and the part that we play in the la i just feel like it's so far away from everything you know like having it in vegas you have you have the outside tournaments and everything the function that was going on outside which is so cool and um they play before our tournament started and then when the inside tournament started you get to watch rugby inside and then it wasn't like an all-nighter thing even if it was all night you still have vegas where you can still go out and do stuff i feel like in la it's so far away people are afraid to go out and do stuff it's just i just don't feel like it's a good spot and honestly i feel like it should come down to snapdragon is where it should move to because you it's right on the state it's somewhere close you know it's like i just don't i don't like la to be honest well, Perry, let's talk about another stop that's coming up in the month, Hong Kong. It's it's known to have a really good atmosphere, environment. Uh-huh. I'll ask the rugby question in a moment, but how much how much fun is Hong Kong is the Hong Kong uh, tournament? It's a lot of fun. It's tremendous. I love playing in Hong Kong. Like I'm telling you, man, like rugby's a fun game to play, but it takes it to another level when you got fans down there who actually are enjoying the game and stuff, and you can feel the vibe of the fa- of the stadium. And that's Hong Kong. It's so much fun. It's just, it's so man. I'm telling you, like you just if you've never been, you should go like to experience it. And I always heard about Hong Kong when I first started. Like that's the grandfather of them all. Like Hong Kong is so dope. And when you go there and you walk into that stadium and you can hear the the crowd and 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 just the feel is nice. Everything about Hong Kong is just so cool, and I I enjoy. So I'm looking forward to Hong Kong, you know, and I feel like every time we play in Hong Kong, we actually play well. So I'm hoping to bounce back after L.A. and Canada in Hong Kong. Well, Perry, that sounds like you're sending me a personal invitation. <laughs> so I accept the invite and the airplane ticket in the hotel. Thank you very much. I can't wait to see you out in Hong Kong at the end of the month. <laughs> For sure. Say no more. I'm not trying to work so not here. <laughs> Uh, I, I, guess, I, I guess we can bring Bill along too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I've heard some, uh, like Todd Clever and a few others have gone as fans have said, if you remember 
90% of the tournament, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the fans. That's for the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, let's go to a listener question real quick. Um, the rest of you, if you want to come up here and ask a question, we've got about seven minutes left with Perry Baker. Uh, request in the bottom left. Or go ahead and you can, you, can, you can tweet us, you can DM us, whatever you want to do. And I'm going to rephrase this a little bit. This question is actually from DeAndre from Charlotte. And DeAndre, I'm going to be down in Charlotte uh, when the Hawks return. And I'll look, look me up. We'll get together. I'll buy you a beer if you're old enough. Um, huh. he, you know, basically he's wondering if there's a, a lot of pressure on you guys as sevens as far as, you know, uh, you know, USA Rugby does a lot for you guys. Well, not a lot. What I'm saying is a lot of, like, social media work especially. But do you think there's a lot of pressure on you possibly – uh, um, uh, uh, um, helping the 15s program become better. Am I saying that right, Perry? Do you know what I'm saying? I would say I wouldn't look at pressure on me. Um, no, no, nah, no, nah, no pressure on me. Like I, don't, I don't really look at a lot of stuff as pressure, really. You know, uh, just because I feel like why would there be pressure once you have done something so long and put so much time and hard work into it? There's nothing to be worried about, kind of deal. Um, so when they talk about me making 15 with more exposure and stuff like that. Not at all. Um, have I ever thought about going to play 15s? I have. I have thought about it several times. I even thought about going to play once Ooh. I retire from sevens. Um, just for the simple fact of what you're saying, like helping the exposure and stuff like that. And I just want to also play it because it's something that I was told I couldn't do. You know, and when you're told you couldn't do something, you always mm-hmm. want to prove people wrong and prove things wrong. And me and I and I get the whole aspect of 15 saying like, oh, you got to be so much bigger, blah, blah. But when you think about sevens, we train so much day in and day out and you have to be so fit. When you look at guys who go from sevens and play 15s, the first thing that they say is they're so fit and they're everywhere, you know. So I feel like everything will slow down for me because I'm not doing sevens constant, constant, constant while I'm running seven and five K every day, day in and day out on a rugby pitch. So now I don't look at it as pressure at all. And I, I, like I said, I just feel like rugby is fun all the way around. So if I'm out there with boys who I'm grinding with, I'm going to enjoy it, you know? Yeah. And I think I'm getting ahead of myself here because this is a later question, end of the show kind of question, but you just alluded to it. Any thoughts at all? Um, how many more years you got left in sevens? Yeah, for sure. Um, Lord's will, I'm pushing to 2024, and that's it, man. I'm 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 hanging them up from sevens. Uh, Olympics. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's the plan. I'm hanging it up from sevens after that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right, let's go to our listeners. Let's go up to. Uh, let's go to Nick. Hello, guys. Thank you for having me on again, Perry. I got a question. Mentioned you just said 2024 might possibly be your last year. And I want to bring it back to something you said earlier about mentoring these younger players on the team. Mm-hmm. As a Florida boy myself, I want to see nothing but Florida rugby explode and take over in the country. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you've been paying attention <laughs> down here. Um, what's one thing you've liked recently that you've seen out of Florida? And what's one thing you think we need to change? Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, that's, t- that's a good question. It's actually a tough question because – I would say this 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 is what I would say about American rugby period. And this is any and everywhere. I would say the first thing we need to do is work on our skills of the game of rugby. Period. Skills, skills, skills. Skills is everything. Once you get skills down, and and, and the skill, what helps you with skills too is just like the, the your IQ, the knowledge and stuff of of it. So I think skills. That's why, like like I told you earlier, if I had a magic wand to to be able to kick, like if I was Learned how, if I learned how to kick forever ago, 
then skills and everything would be great for me. But like that's one of the things I struggle with is kicking a ball. And, and that's part of skills. That's part of rugby. So I'll say, man, just if you for Florida to take over, man, our skills got to be top A. Like they got to be up there. If you go watch the top teams that's been at the top for so long, go check their skills out. Go check their skill level out. And it ain't just about being able to step or goose step. You'll see how they can pass the ball, how they how they can kick the ball at any time. Like not one of them, not two of them, but three or four of them can do it. You know, and if you go back and look at South Africa, they were so good for so long because they they backs could kick the ball at any given time, any of them. And they can pass the ball really well at any given time. And um, look at New Zealand, the same thing. So, And I'm, t- I'm saying this because these are the top guys. You look at Fiji. Their ball handling skills are phenomenal, the way they can offload a ball. So I'll just say, man, just skills are everything, man. Just work on skills, man, and that'll help the IQ because you'll be like, what type of pass I make right now? Oh, why would I kick the ball right now? You know what I'm saying? So that's the only thing. I, that's the only advice I could give, man. But continue to play, 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 play. And that's what I love about Florida right now. Like, when I grew up, it was only one or two clubs that I knew of. And I see it growing so much there now. Like, it's all over rugby. So continue to play, 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 play. Just play rugby. And, and Nick, I believe what Perry's saying is uh, in 2025, he will be the first signing for the Miami Sharks at Major League Rugby. <laughs> and you know what? When I saw that, I like thing it. I, I like said, it. I said, I'm going, I said, I'm going like a LeBron James. I'm taking my talents to South Beach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you can come back anytime, Perry. You know that. Come back. Playing or coaching, we'll, we'll welcome you back, man. Appreciate it, man. Hey, thank so, you, Perry. I appreciate it. No doubt. Thanks, Nick. Great question. Perry, I think we got time for one more question. And and uh, you may have heard us earlier. We had Ben Pinkelman on a few weeks ago. And that was kind of the same day. There was a little bit of a chatter of a potential match or matches against. I'm going to make sure I have this right. The Infinities. I believe that was led oh, by. Oh, gosh. Lands of- yeah, I heard, I heard a lot about it. So, <laughs> so I got to ask. What do you know about this? And is this is this going to take place? Is just wishful thinking, illuminates. And I I have no idea. I really don't know. I just I find it very funny though. At the same time, like I just think like, what are we doing? Like whoever for the infinity, all those guys have probably been to the Olympic Training Center. They've probably been amongst us at one point in time. So do we say that they can't play rugby? That's not what we're saying. It's it for whatever reason. Coaches say they didn't make it out there for whatever reason. Who knows? I don't know. I have no idea. But um, so those guys have been here. Whoever in Infinity, they choose to make up of their teams or whatnot. So is it going to happen? I have no idea. But I find it funny, though, how you can take a club to go play against a national team. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just take anybody just go say, go, go play this national team. Like, what do they do that at? We might as well just make up a team and say we finna go play the doggone Pittsburgh Steelers or somebody. Or <laughs> take it and make a basketball team and say we're going to play in the in the NBA. Like, what do they do that at? Like, I don't – like, that's what I find funny, like, mind-boggling. Like, so, it, I mean, it, it's all hype and good talk, I guess. I mean, like I said, I heard so much about it. I, I don't really don't know – Ain't much about. It. I just heard talks and things or whatnot. So it is what it is, man. That, that's like the exact same answer that Ben gave us. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> like bring it. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you could it happen or could it not happen. Like I ain't on the coaches' staff. Like I don't really know what all was said. I just know that they were saying like they want to make a 
build a team and come play us or whatnot. That's all I was. That's all I basically knew what I was told. So is it gonna happen? I have no idea. I have no idea what's gonna happen. Like, like I haven't heard anything else about it since then. To be honest with you, but like I said, I just have my view. I just find it funny. Like, where did this come from? Like, I have no idea. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you, you, Perry, you concentrate on Hong Kong. We'll, tr- we'll concentrate on the dogs. <laughs> right on. <laughs> if it is. Uh, hey, listen, Perry, uh, we're we taking more, more enough of your time. Thank you so much. Um, please wish your wife a happy birthday for us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Thanks, good man. luck. All right. Y'all have a good one. Thanks, man. You too. Later. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Fitzy, great two guests right there. Uh, listeners, please give us a follow at Rugby Morning on Twitter and Eagles Overseas on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I don't know what else we're on. But thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back next Wednesday. Look for our guest announcements by next Tuesday. Uh, A lot of fun, and you guys make this show worth it. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night.